guys it's been a it's been a rough couple of weeks for me yeah yeah man yeah. It's, we'll just hear about it yeah it's well i feel like the la- a, a few months ago during the whole wedding thing it was kind of the the era of shane where shane was getting a lot of character development but it was really all positive shit you know it was you know we had the we had the uh the bachelor party and shit at the wedding and then he went to europe for the first time he came back a changed man I'm two inches taller now. Shane's two inches taller because he switched to metric. <laughs> mm. And um, <laughs> I don't. I'm a full a, meter yeah. taller. He's actually. a full meter. I don't taller. know how the metric system works. He's so. nine feet tall. But uh, doesn't sound right. But I don't know enough about the metric system to dispute it. <laughs> two liter of Shasta. That's all I got. But um, I drink two liter beers. No, one liter beers. <laughs> what? Sorry, those glasses would be enormous. <laughs> I was drinking beer. one me. liter beers. Two liters. But anyway, seen. this is this is very not about me, Ryan. Please yeah. continue. Well, basically, just that it, it's been. So I finally one week ago got my laser eye surgery that has, I've been preparing for for many many months now, and it was possibly the most unpleasant thing f- physically that I've ever felt. <laughs> On Twitter, um, you said sure. it was for sure. It was. Are you yeah. having some doubts now? No, I'm just, I'm just being silly. It, it was, inc- it, it was definitely the most unpleasant thing I've ever experienced. Um, and but what, what makes it worse is that most people get LASIK when they get laser eyes. You know, they, mm-hmm. and LASIK has a recovery time of one day, and so people yeah. are just used to that now. They're used to you go, you get zapped in the eyes, and then that's what I thought. And then you're good to go. Um, but what they don't tell you about LASIK is they cut your cornea. They cut a flap in your cornea to like peel it back and this. shoot the back of your eye to change the shape. I hate hearing all of this. Put like and, a pencil or something in your mouth, Ian. We're going to get through this. <laughs> and then they just kind of put the flap back over. And there's no healing time, really, because everything just like happened on the inside of your eye where I guess nothing feels like anything. But that flap never heals. For the rest of your life, you have, if you get hit in the face too hard, your eye flaps will just open and your corneas will just like fall off. And that's horrifying to me. So I did. It's, it, that's, that sounds that, shitty, right? That's the worst. That's, the in line with it being the worst thing that you ever felt, it's the worst thing I've ever heard. You can never play dodgeball uh, again because you well, can go blind. Well, buckle. Yeah, exactly. They they were like, "Well, oh, you could do LASIK, right? You don't have a physical job like PRK, the one I get. That's the one that like cops and army people and football players get, right? It's um, the, the other one. Yeah, that's the other one. Tell where us about there, the other one. There's no flap." Where instead of changing the shape of the back of your eye, they change the shape of the front of your eye. Um, but to do, but to do that, they got to kind of sand off the first layer of skin on there with what is basically like a nope. long bristled electric toothbrush. So they kind of clamp nope, my I'm eyes open, out. I'm out. and then they go like, <laughs> like right on my eye. And then when they pull it away, your vision is much foggier and blurrier because now your eyes all scratched up and then they basically blast your eye on both sides of the pupil to change the shape and then and then it's just a lot of pain for like a fucking week i was like they what they is give, the pain is it like a throb or like a burn it or? feels like your eyes are really dry but nothing can change it oh it feels my like there's God. sand in your eyes 
Oh and my god! It's like when you open your eyes underwater in like a pool, worse. and then you—it's like and like the after effects of that. It's worse than that. It's worse, but and and uh, it, I mean the pain is so bad they give you a prescription for hydrocodone to last Holy you about fuck. a week. So they're like, "All right, Ryan, here's your eye drops, here's your hydrocodone, and here's your Narcan in case you fucking." <laughs> At least they give you Narcan. That's fucking yeah. They cool. give, you, give you that, but uh, shouts out. <sighs> but I'm. Ian it, still has his headphones off. I'm so on, I'm back. You, you, oh, here he is. I'm back okay. now. Yeah. So it's. I'm back. I uh, I found some pills in Ryan's room. And so I'm, <laughs> I'm feeling much better. Oh, well, that's good. Um, but yeah. So I, I uh, uh, my eyes are better now. It's been one week since my surgery. I can see unassisted for the first time, literally in my entire life. That's and fucking awesome. And at, at now that it is so one you, week so you, from the so day, you, so I can you smoke say, weed. What? And I was going to say, so you could say that Don't. it's been... It's been... From the music research facility on the surface of the moon, this is Shitty Mashups. What is up, everybody? And sorry we were gone, but welcome back to Shitty Mashups. Um, it's a music podcast for people that hate music. I'm Shane. I do the challenges. And joining me are my two friends, Ian and Scott Summers of the X-Men, uh, a.k.a. <laughs> Ryan McBride, a.k.a. I can't call Don't you DJ Cuppy anymore. <laughs> DJ Cuppy. No, Cuppy already exists also where's gene gray where's my wife i was i was actually just thinking i was like in this relationship so maybe ryan you're cyclops okay and i'm wolverine okay and shane is gene gray <laughs> now that's just not true <laughs> because you two knew each other first and you have a connection and i came in and there's oh, a lot God of passion and <laughs> fire between us it really makes me mad that that kind of works <laughs> what was the what was the x-men show where they were in high school x-men x-men evolution, evolution. I fucking love that, that show dude anyway bro rogue kitty pride yeah nightcrawler oh was man a good show all of them they could it was a good show the cast of that animated show could run train on ian but we're not here to do that we're here because these boys made some mashups. The challenge that I gave them last week was the favorite color challenge. Ian chose purple, good color. Ryan chose red, also good color. I'm purple right now. Ian actually won, fitting he wore a purple shirt just now. He grimaced Rampolo just to rub it All in. Purple everything. Um, his track was called Perp Rain. Very good. Very funny. It was it was uh Prince and Future, right? Uh Ace ASAP Rocky, I it was, think. It was ASAP Rocky. Yeah. It was ASAP Rocky. Okay. ASAP Rocky, not ASAP Rock. Similarly named, but very different yes. rappers. <laughs> yes. Um one of them anyway. enunciates a little more. That's the that's the thing I hate most about white rappers, honestly, is the over enunciation. Anyway. I love Aesop yeah. Rock though, but still, like, have we ever Rock. used Aesop Rock on the show? I have. You yeah. have? Okay. I did. I did Aesop oh, did Rock you? over Behemoth and the Thong Song by Cisco. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> In, no. Uh, bring, bring me Bro. your blood and thongs or whatever. 
This oh, shit, man. This show and what the show. content that we what make for it, especially because I Pretty edit sure it. I won. So, like, I have to, like, listen to it kind <laughs> of, like, two to three times, essentially. It just, my brain doesn't retain it anymore. Like, as soon as we're done, <laughs> it slides off my brain. Like, when I go into edit it, it's kind of like listening to it for the first, it's hearing it for the first time. I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't remember saying any of this. Yeah, and two I weeks later, I could not tell you what the challenge was, anything that we said, <laughs> yeah. who won, what song I made for it. You got it's fifty just... first date syndrome. Yeah, I gotta Every say too, I first... have a, I have, I have a, uh, a really big thing that happens in my brain is like parts, different activities or parts of my day get compartmentalized in such a way that they only get brought up if I'm also doing that same thing. Like, I, like. I have work brain. I yeah, think a true. certain way when I'm at work. The relationships that I have with people, unless I see them outside of work, they only know me as like the work person. And I'm very different outside of work. And the podcast, because we've been doing it for so long, I mean, longer than we thought we would, I guess, <laughs> has, it's like, I have podcast brain. When I'm doing this, I only think about like, you know, previous challenges and stuff like that. And even still, we've done so many like crazy <laughs> mashups and everything is just kind of up for grabs that you yeah. could say the craziest thing to me. Like, oh, don't you remember that? You don't remember like, Take My oh, Blood yeah. and Thongs? I mean, I would if I heard it, but it was it right was, now. It was Blood and Thunder vocals over... I think a Cassiopeia city pop song that then went into uh, enjoy thong the silence song? over thong song by Cisco, which then what transitioned into uh, which then transitioned into Citronella by Aesop Rock over oh. thong song, which then transitioned oh. into Citron, which then ended in Citronella over uh, a behemoth song. I don't remember which one. Burn, mm. uh, uh, blow your trumpets, Gabriel. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. what a banger! That's enough of go, a fucking. Go derail, back and I find. I don't remember the last time find that, that I made a mashup that has that many fucking songs in it. I've gotten lazy. I'm like, it's two things. That's it. Yeah. Well, I think the thing is we've gotten better at making two tracks not boring. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, well, we there was a time where two tracks was always going to be boring, so we had to add a bunch of extra shit to keep it interesting. Now we're good enough at it. We can we can make do with two tracks. We don't need to. We need to add excess complexity. I'm actually really excited to see what you guys picked for uh, this challenge. So the challenge that I gave them for this episode was the rich parents challenge. Y'all know I'm going to try not to be a soapboxman over here. <laughs> but if you got rich ass parents, you Fuck have you. a severe leg up in the music industry, film industry, whatever. Yep. Any industry you're in, you have... Uh, way more of a chance of success than you would normally. Yep. And even if that doesn't even if necessarily, no yes. And that doesn't even necessarily indicate whether or not you have like legitimate talent, because a lot of times there are people that, you know, they kind of stumble their way in. And so I'm excited to see, you know, is this someone that just happens to have rich parents? Maybe they could have done it on their own, you know, Artists, yeah, maybe I've they didn't have to, to worry about rent so much while they're working right, on their right. EP. You yeah, know? maybe they could take a few years off for yeah. music. So um, I'm really excited. So I gotta ask, 
How long did you guys spend on Wikipedia looking for blue names? Um, not super long, honestly. I just kind of looked up. I was like, who are some musicians with rich parents? And <laughs> some of the answers weren't surprising. And some uh, of them... Ian went the listicle route. <laughs> uh, some, some of them weren't surprising. Some of them it was like, interesting. Um, There's one... I guess it's not even really a fact as much of a, a, a an absence of something that I thought was a fact um, that I'll, I'll wait to reveal until after my song. But Ooh, um, that's exciting. But yeah, no, nah, it, it, it wasn't that hard. There's a lot of fucking nepotism <laughs> in the music yeah. industry. Really, you could. You, that's the thing is, I was just kind of looking at tracks, and then I would kind of go after the fact. I'd be like, "All right, now let's make sure." Uh, yep, um, but, <laughs> which is how I got my vocal track. I was, I was just kind of looking at. I was like, "Ooh, this is a very clean vocal." I bet this artist has rich parents, at least one rich parent. And then look, yep, millionaire. <laughs> and um, for the other one, though, I actually did do. I wanted something kind of. Uh, you know, different. So I did, I did do what Ian did where I just searched in like, you know, musicians, rich parents, stuff like that. And I found a very, very good one, <laughs> a very, very good one for the backing track, which I'm not going to give away yet. Um, but what I'm going to say is that, uh, I may have made the mistake that I often make where while this track that I made I think is incredibly good. It sounds really cool. Um, I realized, oh, I don't, neither of these guys probably know these songs or at least not well enough to do it. So it's probably not going to sound like a mashup, but I had to use one of these artists because of what their name is, because it made me, it made me cry laughing. And that's all <laughs> I'll say. Well, that makes me pretty excited. And the thing is, they don't always necessarily have to be super well-known tracks sometimes i mean some of my favorite mashups that you've made have been tracks that i've never ever heard before that's true if, if at least one of the songs you know is recognizable then you can you yeah. can still see it as a mashup but my worry is that um i don't think y'all are like you'll you'll probably know the song you've definitely heard it it's very popular but i don't right. know if you'll be able to like identify the musician or what the original cool. song sounds like out the game. Oh, uh, I do also just want to say really quick. I thought about using Kid Rock because he uh -huh. did grow up on like a billion acre yep. mansion house. Very thing, rich. Fuck Kid Rock. I'm not gonna do yeah, it. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, that guy you don't sucks. need to subject yourself to that. Man, I saw some videos of some of his live shows. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe anybody can take it seriously. It's like Kid it Rock almost looks like ICP on the main <laughs> stage at the Dark Carnival, but all of their shit is just like sucking off Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the ICP, same thing. If, it's basically it's basically Chud ICP. But like Yeah. Yeah. It's, and the thing it's, is like uh, yeah. everything I've ever seen about ICP, it's like, yeah, these guys are kind of fucking weirdos, but for the most part, they're just nice to one another. They just <laughs> the love being nice. Accepting. <laughs> we actually Shane, we just missed a, a, a Kid Rock show in uh oh, in no. recently. I believe oh, rats. he was playing at um the T Mobile Center. No, he was fairground. Playing, like fucking like Comic Con or something. 
or I don't even think it was like Planet Comic Con. It was like some second rate fucking like comic convention. Or maybe it's coming up. Maybe we haven't missed it. Hold on. Wow. Another reason to not go to Comic Con. (laughs) Oh, no. You know what? I misspoke. It's Collecticon. And also, it's not Kid Rock. It is Vanilla Ice. So. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I can see where the mistake comes from. But they're both aggressively white guys. Yeah. (laughs) What the fuck is Collecticon? Is it about collectibles? Because that's two dollar Comic Con is trading card anime fucking Funko Pops and shit. Yeah, it's a dude. It could also be like cars, shoes, people could stamps. There's probably some sneakerheads there. Minerals. I'm sure. Sorry. I thought about going because I've been collecting action figures. I don't think I've talked about that on the show, but go ahead and do it. You uh, have. But do some do plugs. Go. I actually, I need to step away for a moment. I don't do want to be that close to your lies. Do your plugs for your your new shit. You've been all about it. Juice it. But yeah, I started collecting act like Marvel action figures over the the pandemic, and uh, um, it got quickly, very very quickly, out of control. Um, and I got way too many in a short period of time and now everybody's mad at me. Um, but so I've been trying to replace the, the like thrill of the hunt of trying to find figures. Cause I have most of like what I want now, like the things that are on my want list or shit. That's like at least over $100. It's my, my grails as it were. But so what I've been doing is getting into like crafting, like custom effects, um, and like, making custom figures and building dioramas and shit. Um, if you want to check that out, I have an Instagram for it. It's crazy artist collects. Anyway, should we listen to a track? My track? I yeah. believe. Sorry. It's been a little while since we've done this. We're yeah, just excited. We're just, yeah. Um, we haven't, we just, we ain't chatted. It's been a minute yeah. at least since I we've all been guys. back in the recording pods, like doing yeah. this the correct yeah. way. No one on mm-hmm. away yeah. missions, you know? So yeah. let's fucking do yeah. it. Let's get into it. This week, Ian goes first. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Some taste way. Yeah. Is that bass strokes, I think? I think it's Reptilia. Yeah, nice. You, you you did a mashup with two instrumentals. That's, or, yep. I mean, I like this a lot, dude. God damn. It's it's yeah. It's the Taysway drum beat through the whole thing, and <laughs> most of the Reptilia instrumental, and there's a few other little things from Taysway. Good, dude. That works. Yeah. The horn's a little weird at a few points. Yeah. We're, really we're all just well. kind of jamming over here. Like, this is mixed really well. Yeah. 
that's kind of why I went over. I was like, I don't want to like cut this off at a certain point. I kind of want to just let let it play out. Just embrace it. You gotta have this song. My ex man broke his new girlfriend. <laughs> that works. My god, I'm just gonna shake it to the fella over there with the hella good hair. Won't you come on over, baby? Shake, shake, shake. One of us has used shake it off before already. I can't remember. Oh, I you. You use it with street sex. Yeah. And I feel like Did it you? might have been used one you other used time. street sex, you used yeah. One Direction. I used, it was Taylor Swift and One Direction. That street sex. Man, I gotta say... Shake It Off legitimately is one of my most hated songs. One of what? My most hated songs of all time. Hell yeah. That was good. That was good, good. shitty, and break that down for the unknowing of us. Yeah, I call it snake it off. Very mm. good. Because <laughs> it's, it's shake it off by Taylor Swift and reptilia by, uh, by the strokes. Um, I thought about shed it off, but I thought snake it off was funnier. Why didn't snake you go with stroke really it off, dude? Stroke it off. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a bit <laughs> of a... A little Shit. bit of a jerk-off joke there, huh? Shit. Broke it oh, off. <laughs> I gotta say, man, when I learned that Julian Casablancas was a rich kid, nothing ever made as much sense as that. <laughs> it's like, of course! Uh, yes! So, this this is the moment that I will be revealing the, the non-fact that I was talking about. Before I looked him up and was reading his Wikipedia page, I was certain... If you put a gun to my head and said, is Julian Casablancas his real name? I would have been like, no. Like, like, get that shit out of my face. Of course it's not. That's the most obvious stage name I've ever heard. Um, but it's not. That's his fucking God-given that's name. His government name. Um, that's his government name. But yeah, his, his dad is uh, kind of a shithead um, who... Yeah, you said rich. Uh, is rich and uh, started the elite model management and is kind oh. of one of the guys that is like widely credited for developing the whole concept of supermodels. Oof. Uh, How about yeah. that shit? So, um, Damn, well, and like of course, Casablancas. Well, thanks for letting us know about on his wife. Yeah. Uh, he did cheat on his wife. Um, with a younger model and they got divorced but uh his his mom uh Julian's mom uh 
was also a uh, she was the former Miss Denmark. Um, yeah, but is that is yeah. this does that come with money? Like, if you're Miss X Y Z, I think it costs money to be in there, and I think a lot of those people that are able to. I think for the most part, people that are able to be in those kind of like Miss America, Miss yeah, they're probably from money already. They're probably from money. They got sponsorship they at least, deals. Yeah, I mean, show up at ribbon yeah. cuttings and shit. I don't know. Yeah, but then the uh, the other one, Taylor Swift, comes from money. Her her dad was a like a stockbroker, um, and they had a lot of money. And when she was eleven. They moved to Nashville, and um, and that's where she started trying to <laughs> yeah. make country music. And they literally like moved to Nashville to try and get her to take off, um, because she was, like I said, she was eleven, um, and they just like started going down Music Row in Nashville and just being like, "I want a record deal." And yep. when you got the kind of money that apparently. Good old Scott Swift had. That's a pretty cool uh, name, though. Scott Swift. <laughs> yeah, he's the most. He's he's the most looking man I have ever seen. Just <laughs> most what looking? He's just <laughs> average. He just looks like a man. He is. Yeah, he's he's mad just TV the most, style. Right, he look like on. a man. He he do look like a man. Like that's just like close your eyes. Picture oh, a white right. man. Picture a white when man. When I picture a white man, I picture SpongeBob when he tries to be normal and he gets all, <laughs> his, all <laughs> smooth. <laughs> he's all hey, smooth and round. And he's like, hey, how's it going? Hey, how you doing? <laughs> how you doing? That's what I picture as a default white man. Sure. He actually looks he's like not a, as shiny as that. He looks like, uh, honestly, it's kind of funny. He looks like a Danish scientist. Yeah, he looks like the kind of guy that they hire to be spies in real life, because in real life they don't hire like the most Brad attractive Pitt. human beings you have ever seen that are going to make you like stare at them and be like, "Whoa, that's just a compelling person to look at." They he are looks... the most bland-looking motherfuckers that will slip off of your brain like an episode yeah. of this podcast. You know what? <laughs> Very good. You know what he kind of looks like? He looks like if you were watching a movie and he walked on screen, your brain goes, "That dude is going to have a German accent when he starts talking," <laughs> and then he he doesn't. Yeah. But... See, I look at him and I think he, to me he just screams, "Are you winning, son?" <laughs> like, oh. like he's that stick figure made into a three dimensional. You're talking trad man. dad, trad, trad dad. dad. Yeah, I like how this man, the, his shoes are not pictured, but I bet he got penny loafers. Those penny fucking, loafers. I was gonna say he got he wears penny loafers out, but you know when he's home, New Balance. You the know he's got them new balances. Yeah. White new balances. The very apropos. Very apropos to pick Taylor Swift also because of all of the fun airplane stuff that was yeah going like, around lately. I I wanted to. I've been trying to to get this in. I want. I like. It's very funny how she's like. Look, it's not me. I'm not the one flying this plane back and forth. I sold it's just one of my, my plane jets. that I'm letting do, and it's just like it's that just is, my plane that's being just, scheduled to take me from places that I need to go that could be driven in 
a negligible well, amount like of time. Minutes. Well, what she's well, what she's saying is that that it's not her on the plane all these times. She rents it out, and it's like that's still not better. That's not better. Now you're also so, a sky landlord. I hope my, you're fucking happy. <laughs> my Twitter experience sky is Lord? guaranteed to be maximally different from uh, most of the people that live uh, live that listen to this show. Um, and I was seeing people making like like breaking all of these headlines and like sharing the articles like hey Taylor Swift is blah, blah, blah. and then seeing the backlash in the replies of these oh, yeah. rabid Taylor Swift fans because she's got like a BTS tier oh, yeah. following oh yeah and you don't want they the were Swifties going crazy for you and the funniest thing about it was. They were like, oh, didn't you hear the news? She sold one of her private jets. It's like, dude, she had two? Probably has a couple. <laughs> what? Probably has a couple. You guys want to listen to my track? Speaking yeah, of rich can we parents? get to your track? I'm yeah. sorry. I'm really getting derailed. I just like, I'm just having fun guys. talking to you guys. I'm Not yeah. only did I, mean, I miss you guys. If you guys had the opportunity. Hey, if you guys had the opportunity, would you fly on a private jet? Only if it was going to the sun. I fly... Wow. JSX occasionally, which is, is it's semi private. So they're like jet. Oh, is it like is a, what the is, company used to be? And it was they do private flights. JSX is their semi private, where they're small planes off of a small field, like like you any little airstrip. They only go a couple of places, but I've taken that to Vegas and to um. Like to Burbank like LA and, and, stuff? and shit, like yeah, and and but it's not a private plane. It's a f- plane full of people. It's just a small plane, and it goes off a private strip. But does it cost more so than cool. the average like plane ticket, or is it kind of comparable? It it's about comparable to a first class ticket, but it's not first class. Oh, okay. I guess you, if you want to like avoid uh, like the major yeah. airport and stuff like that, that would be the way to go. No, it's only, great. I've they, never even flown first class. They they I'm valet park peasant. your car and they and literally there's no mm. real security. You walk through a metal detector and you walk straight onto the plane. There's no TSA. There's no any of that shit. Um, See, so I feel like if I drove up on that field and like the valet comes up and he sees my Saturn L two hundred and he's like, "Sir, you don't belong here." Around. He calls. The Are, you cops. Are you lost? Are you lost? Are you lost, little boy? Immediate four stars. No, it's it's, it's a, a lot of commuters use it, so you'll see a, a lot of. I mean, your car's pretty shitty, so I I feel like if you drive that just about anywhere, you may get that reaction. No offense, I'm still yeah. traumatized by the chicken bone incident. Now uh, let's let's listen to my track. What's the chicken bone incident? <laughs> I, don't remember. I don't remember, but I don't. Let's not. I don't. One of the times Ian picked me up from the airport, I went into the sounds, back seat of his like, car, and there was a pile one. of chicken bones on the seat. There was a pile of chicken bones, raw dogging it on the seat in the back of Ian's car. That's a chicken bone incident. Ian, you can cut that out if that's too embarrassing for you. I think it's very funny. Nah. It's actually um, a dead body. It's like that's what's left. I had a. I had a ritual sacrifice that night. I don't know. You, hey, pract- man, you do practice Santeria, and you do, in fact, have a crystal ball. He's never had a million dollars. I have a million Because had, I, as soon as I he was about to get it, but I saved it all. Spent it all. And I made um, smart. Uh, and I can play the guitar fine. And then I <laughs> do the most shredding, incredible guitar solo you've ever heard. Shouts out to my wife, who is currently waiting. To get on an airplane. See if um, she'd done JSX. Let's listen to my track, please. They don't have that here. We're going to Ryan's track now. 
I don't think any mm. I don't think any of you will be able to figure out what the backing track is, but I'm just hoping that y'all will recognize the vocal track. I like it so far. Swinging in the backyard, pull up in your fast car, whistling my name. Tracy yeah, Chapman? No. <laughs> she does say fast, fast car. car. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like fucking like Radiohead. <laughs> it sounds like pitched down Neil Young. A little bit. I made it and I was like this sounds sick and then like yesterday I was like I don't know if this reads as a mashup at all this feels hard if it's two tracks on top of one another it's a mashup buddy this works really well it's better than I ever even knew they said that the world was built for two only with I, I have a hard time thinking of what the fucking vocal tracks from, and I made the fucking. <laughs> it's in, it's incomprehensible without the backing track. Mm, you make good shit. <laughs> Damn, the nice gentle fade out. Very Damn, nice. dude, that was that was pleasant as fuck. Break yeah, that down. That was just jammy. Thank you. Yeah, so I call it video meat, and it's uh the it's good the vocal track is "Video Games" by Lana Del Rey. Mm. Um, oh, that was okay. Lana Del Rey. <laughs> that was Lana Del Rey pitched down to or three semitones, but that was Lana Del Rey. Her first. That's set, funny because usually when you song. start getting into that range, it doesn't sound very good and that sounded yeah. pretty natural like i thought i was like oh this sounds a little sped up but yeah um but i was like oh no this sounds like kind of a, a soft-spoken male singing <laughs> no that's that so, is uh that is miss lana the uh, lana from the king and uh the backing track is dead meat by <laughs> i had no idea by what i didn't know that this person sorry let me let me back up for the backing track, I didn't know that this person existed, okay? I, this is just, I looked up children of celebrities, basically. Musician children of celebrities. Is Dead Meat by Sean Lennon. <laughs> oh, my God. Sean Lennon, you know. Sean Lennon, yeah. Sean Lennon. So, who's your oh, favorite brother? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I gotta go with with Sean Lennon. Sean I Lennon. Like, and, I like and, Bingo a lot, but I Sean like, Lennon's where it's at. See, I <laughs> think they were bar. really, I think they were really brave when they introduced an Indian singer, or not an Indian singer. 
uh, a, a, a South American singer named Raul McCartney. <laughs> um, well, we in a previous episode we we brought into existence Saul McShartney. <laughs> Saul McShartney. We said that. We. I think one of us said Fuck that. I don't remember funny. if that was me or you or Ian, but one of us that said, or we Saul said Paul McShartney. Paul McShartney. Saul McShartney. I don't know. Raul McCartney would probably be sick though. That would be sick. Um, but yeah, uh, what I listened to that backing to that instrumental first, I was just like, oh my god, there's someone named Sean Lennon. So then I searched for like Sean Lennon instrumentals, and that came up, and I was like, damn, is Sean Lennon infinitely more talented than his dad? <laughs> and then I listened to the actual song, and I was like, oh no, <laughs> no, no. I like the instrumental also, a lot, but instrumental is great. Tight. Yeah, I was like, I was like excited to find out who this was because I was now, like, now imagine a uh, a. Now imagine a John Lennon impersonator singing over it, because that's what okay. fucking John so Lennon funny. sounds like. Also, um, Lana Del Rey being very rich was something that I think upon hearing her for the her music for the first time, I was like, I think this comes from being a rich kid. Yeah, yeah. that's where this music yeah. comes from. Um, not any like big high profile rich thing. Her dad is a millionaire from software. It, I. That's about yeah, as I mean, much as they don't I have to find. make headlines like, to no, pay the it, fucking producers, but definitely a millionaire. So, you know, that's uh, yeah, that's the, and, must and be nice, must be fucking nice, must be fucking nice. Anyway, um, this used to be called the must be fucking nice challenge. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's what I'll title the episode when I upload it. Um, okay, but yeah, I, nice. I, uh, yeah, very funny name. Uh, the the songs went together really fucking good. I got really excited yeah. about how good it sounded, and then yeah. only afterwards realized this doesn't read as a mashup. This just sounds like a song, and I think in a bad way. But didn't didn't bother me. It this was time, not honestly. a bad way. All right, well, it does sometimes. Sometimes it's just like, oh, this is like I could tell enough. Like there was something about. I think mm-hmm. because it was kind of sped up, it was like, no, I can tell that these weren't necessarily intended to go. Yeah. with each other like that's the line is where it's like if it just straight up sounds like it was like it sounds like this was intentional that's right. when you get into that territory of like i can't judge this as a mashup because it just it sounds like a, yeah. a regular thing um but i don't think you necessarily broke that threshold as it were cool all right um i have there any other notable uh okay go ahead well here here was my question who, what, what musician would you be like most devastated to find out actually like came from an affluent, like happy family or something? Jamie Stewart. Ja- okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Of Shushu. Because um, the one that instantly came to my mind was John Darnell. <laughs> oh. He's got to be from money. <laughs> I bet he is. It feels like that. Um, it feels like he is. At least you know that. You know, it's, it's. I don't know. Can we go? Can we have? It's more not. Than it, one? it wasn't like happy money. You know. Sure. Yeah. Sufjan Stevens. Yeah. Uh, mm. Michael. I, Jira? I gotta look it now. Um, if Michael Jira had rich parents, that that really does a lot of harm to me. <laughs> um. Oh man. Uh. Okay, I don't think John Darnell is. 
No, he's not. He's from. I've been looking at. His I mean, Wikipedia. the whole he's album from, is about his abusive stepfather. But yeah, like, he's from SLO, just, which is an affluent area. But it doesn't. It's it's uh, it doesn't seem like uh, he had a particularly easy time. So it's fine. Doesn't really look like Sufjan Stevens was any either. What about Let's like see. the Proto Men? I was gonna say Greg Anderson. It seems like like high art shit like that doesn't come from a place of wealth. So I think if one of the founding members of Sun was like <laughs> just a rich kid, it it, yeah, it wouldn't make would any work. fucking sense. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like there are some where. Like, Tom York seems like a rich kid, but that might just be because sure. he's British. <laughs> I think it's just because he's British. <laughs> Picture uh, him in a Same with Johnny Greenwood. With his, yeah. Oh, yeah, with the, like, little shorts. <laughs> Sorry, this is a bravophobic podcast. This is very specifically anti-British. Um, Robin Pecknold from Fleet Foxes seems like a rich kid. Same with um his former drummer Josh Tillman, aka Father yeah, John Father Misty. John Misty. He he sounds he feels He's like a rich God kid. Oh yeah. Grimes is. I mean, we all know Grimes. Grimes definitely. Is. She married Elon Musk, bro. Who also is. Yes. We're not gonna get into it. this podcast will be an hour long. No. You go you gotta go listen to our yeah. political podcast. If all you right. Wanna. I have my answer. I have my fucking answer, bro. Okay, let's hear it. Toby Driver. If Toby Ooh. Driver is a rich kid, oh. I may not listen to music anymore. <laughs> That's very good. That's very good. Because I am such... I, I'm i like a weed with KO Dot and side projects and everything. God fucking... Honestly, if he is, don't tell me it would do more bad than good. I'm not seeing I'm not anything seeing about his family yeah. on, yeah. on okay. Wikipedia. All right, so all right, all right. Good. Toby, if you listen to the podcast, man, I met you very briefly. You were the fucking homie. How Thank fucking you wild for playing would Kansas that be? City? <laughs> How right, wild um, would that be if he listened to us? <laughs> You know the richest band in existence based on their family is probably Arcade Fire, though, huh? Oh, yeah. I saw that. It's gotta be. What do you mean you saw it? I just yeah. said it. You seen I, shit? I mean, I was reading about musicians with rich parents and Wynn Butler was on there. But yes, I also see sound. All right. Um, any any final thoughts? Oh, um, uh, Andy Clark from St. Vincent, Rinch Dad. But there's talent there too, mm. so that's one of those ones where it's like I probably would have listened to it if she only had 300 listeners on Spotify. So it doesn't fucking matter. John Congleton, I'd also be really angry. It's a funny I name. Think, I don't think he. I don't think he is. Well, and, and saying Saint Vincent made me think of it because he's he's done a lot of uh, production for her. Is David Byrne a rich kid? Congleton, I don't nice. think so because he was like a teacher, mm. right? He was like a teacher, and then became a musician, wasn't he? So I, he can't have been rich. You know what I love um, about this podcast is the extensive research that. We oh, do I have one more. I have one more. I have one more. Just yeah, go for it. Omar Rodriguez Lopez. 
Ooh. Mm. Yeah. Because he's got a That's big family. I've seen family. his cousins. I bet there's more info. And Cedric. Family. I mean, like, well, like I, I, I bet someone. If the Mars Volta the were rich, rich, it's but I don't okay. Think he's Listen, benefited from. Honestly, it doesn't matter if anyone there was rich because their music is so good it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Shane will lick sure. the boot if it comes down to the Mars Volta. Now we know. They don't exist anymore. It's fine. They're defunct. Well, actually, they had a new single come out not that long ago. Yeah. <laughs> so, who knows? They could be doing another rich kid thing like, what's that motherfucker from LCD Sound System? That's a rich guy. That's a rich that's guy. A, that's a guy sure. with rich parents. For, for sure. sure. What's his name? James <laughs> something. John Congleton's definitely worked with, uh, he's worked with Lana Del Rey and the Killers. Oh shit! And also Shushu and Brian James Wilson. Murphy. Oh my God! Look at how fan. many people. Yeah, no, dude, he's like the AJJ. Yeah, everybody. AJJ. Ockerville Shushu, River. Brian Wilson. Phoebe Bridgers. Brian Wilson. Wilson. The Killers. Shushu. Y Oak. This oh, will destroy really Elliot Whitmore. S- Connor Oberst, Hot Swans. Damn, Connor Oberst has to be them. a rich kid, though, huh? Oh, for sure. Saint Vincent, Margo and the okay. Nuclear So and Sos. We could do this all day. Oh my god, murder by death. That's cool. All right, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Lou Bega. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> my man goes. Hey, this performed pretty well. What about a Mambo number six, huh? <laughs> That's so wild. <laughs> you can always tell when John Congleton's produced on something because there's always these big weird discordant things, and that's how I started. That's how I learned that he started doing all this is because I listened to "Actor" by Saint Vincent, and there's that part where it's the strings. You know that part. And it gets like fuzzier and fuzzier. I'm like, that sounds like the fucking paper chase. And then I looked it up and I'm like, oh, yep, it is. You get off this time, bud. We're going to judgment. The winner of the rich parents slash nepotism slash must be fucking nice. Fucking nice. Challenge is. Ryan. Woo. Yeah. Wow. This is no hate on either track. Wow. This is just me getting back into the swing of things, picking a groovy ass track. Ryan's was groovy as fuck. California elites trample the working class once again. I'm unemployed. To be fair, though, to be fair, last time the Taylor Swift song Shake It Off was used was apparently in a track that I liked. But did not win. Hmm. Because Hmm. I did not. I chose that episode, your track, which was the seer. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, seer leaving. Hey. That was a good one. Taylor Swift has some songs I like. Shake It Off is in the top probably five of most piece of shit songs I've ever heard. (laughs) So... Your mashup was really good, though. You did a good Thank thing you. with it, and I didn't think Thank that you. was possible. So, good job. But um, go ahead and. Oh yeah, I'm out. All right, congratulations, Ryan. 
Thank you. I can't believe this motherfucker's name is Sean Lennon. <laughs> Dude, do you think he also does the weird wide leg walk sometimes? You know he does. You know he walks like a silly man. How that- old is he? I don't fucking He's gotta know. be fucking pretty old, right? I don't know. He didn't seem that old in the music video. But I don't know what year the music video is from. Oh, um, is Sean. Be like if How do you I had a kid Sean? named him Brian, S-E-A-N. Oh, he's 46 years old. Oh, my God. If you could see the way this guy looks. Oh, my God. I'm looking at his <laughs> Wikipedia page right now. I want to I beat this dude up. Would... This dude looks like he tried out because of his name and legacy. This dude looks like he tried out for what we do in the shadows and was immediately refused. So his full name is Sean Taro Ono Lennon, and he oh. performs both as Sean Lennon and Taro Ono. And it's like, oh. bro, That's get an original name. Confuse people. This an, guy it, looks like fucking. It looks like John Lennon. Welcome and, back, in. Thank you. It looks like fucking John Lennon and Jared Leto and fucking Ezra Miller or Ezra Koenig. Ezra, one of them, Ezra, one of the Ezra's. The, the, Ezra the, Koenig is the, the lead singer of Vampire Weekend. Okay, not that Definitely one. The, a rich kid. the Flash that has been having a very public mental breakdown and like, yeah, that's Ezra I don't, living I don't in a know compound who... in Vermont and there are children with bullets in their mouths, like little lollipops or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know um, who that guy is. But also, Ezra Koenig is. But it looks like the three of them got together and had a baby. Ezra Koenig is. Definitely a rich kid. His last Definitely. name in German means king. king. <laughs> yeah. You know. All um, right. Hang on. Final thoughts. I had one more thing I wanted to say about Sean Lennon. Oh, uh, <laughs> this dude is like fucking full moon pictures, like transmorphers the person, <laughs> you know, like he exists to confuse grandmas trying to buy CDs for their grandchildren. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. The GameStop employee that's like, this game is just as good. I'm sorry. I'm just also now looking at Paul McCartney's son, and Saul McCartney. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Saul McCartney, and he looks like he looks like Gibby now. Gibby from like iCarly. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, let me drop this in in the old Discord. Hold on. Oh my God, he does look. He does look like an adult Gibby. Oh my god, did you just put them side by side? Yeah, that was the picture that I saw of them online. Oh, buddy, that's so tragic. (laughs) Alright, we could sit here and go around in circles talking about what dudes sound like they have rich parents in bands, and I would love to do that. And if you would love to do that, send us a voicemail. We'll get to that. First... Let's consult the Krog device to see what we have for next week. All right, I'm going to be real with you, fellas. I actually inputted this one. Input, put in. I did the input. I impacted this one not that long ago. This is I like 30 minutes before we started this. A damn. Um. So Krog warms it though. This is another creative one. I'm pretty excited. I think it's a little more creative than maybe the color challenge, but I guess that's ultimately up to you, fellas. So the challenge I have for you next week is the ominous challenge. Oh. So you need to make a track that has an element that is ominous, that is, you know, 
a track that just has something hanging in the background, something that's maybe in like, you know, we're approaching October. We're close enough for me sure. to be excited about it at least. And you know, you could you could <laughs> put something into the track that just kind of is a little unnerving. Hmm. I'm going to leave it up to you guys to be as creative as you want. I like this. I'm going to yeah, pick a song with fun. a lot of pauses and subtly make the pauses slightly longer. <laughs> that would work <laughs> also. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. yeah. All right. See, with this one, the level of uh, creativity is going to help determine the winner. So if you have something that is unlistenable, but my hair is standing on end by the end of it. That's pretty good chance. This is good because I was thinking as we were talking about the the uh, extreme music challenge a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, man, I was like, we should bring that one back. I want to make some fucking unlistenable cursed shit again. <laughs> and uh, hey, that you, Krog provides. I'll, I'll bring back the uh, extreme <laughs> challenge. Do this shit that's like star rocket save flight. My my favorite is After- the uh, <laughs> <laughs> my favorite is always the uh, the Wii music uh, the 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 like Wii oh, yeah, channel yeah. or whatever bum, it is. But the yeah, very good. Um, anyway, I am excited to see what you guys can do with this. Hopefully, it's wide enough that you can spend some time, cut up a little bit, um, and, you know, bring something crazy. Uh, until then, everything you need from us is at shittymashups.com. We have a voicemail that you can call and leave a fun voicemail. Ryan, what's the number? 7604-MASHUP. Hell yeah. And we also have a TikTok Ian, what is it? Oh, the uh, TikTok. It's just at shitty mashups. Um, there's some stuff on there, and we'll put some more stuff on there eventually. We're uh, maybe trying our best. Yeah. They are angry at us. I, I do want to say that Ryan is in the process, I believe, of trying to actually put some of our songs onto hit clips, as we joked about oh. a few weeks oh, ago. Oh, that's yes. true. Uh, so. <laughs> Ryan, you should definitely post your there your could be some merch to the Twitter. <laughs> I'm still mostly waiting for stuff in the mail, but I'll let y'all know. Yeah, I've got the I've got yeah. the I'm very got excited the for that project design. to come through. <laughs> we have some very stinky stuff in the works for you guys, so yeah, uh, check back in. We love you. Reach out if you want to, but of course, just have a good Friday, a fucking awesome weekend, and we'll see you next time. Please don't sue us. We can't afford it. Bye. Swinging in the backyard, pull up in your fast car with someone my name. Open up a beer. Take it over here and play a video game I'm in a sphere sundress Watching me get undressed Take a body downtown I see you the bestest Leaning for a big kiss With a sphere perfume on Play a video
Me and his bed.